Democrats do so much better of a job at selling oppression than we do at selling freedom. Howdy, folks. Welcome to the Virtue Signal. I'm Alfonso Rachel, my buddy Bill Whittle. Huh. You know, the, the, the new languages, we, we got an updated language, man. We're, we're calling um, what we used to call secession, we're calling a, a national divorce. Mm. I mean, I, I, I guess, hey, why not, man? I, divorce seems a, a much more nice word and is more popular nowadays than ever. I mean, heck, man, everybody's doing it. So, uh, you know, let's just go ahead and follow the trend as a country since the country is just divorcing left and right and stuff like that. Why don't we just have a national divorce? Um, I don't, I'm, I'm, I think once again, I'm going to be stepping on some toes and I don't think I'm going to be in the popular camp as far as this goes. Um, but yeah, I don't think a national divorce is a good idea. I don't think it's practical. And I think it's just another complication. It's complicated now. I think it's yep. going to be another complication that doesn't have any redeeming value. So, uh, but I'm, 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 I'm the young man in the room, man, uh, amidst all y'all. And uh, so maybe I'm naive, but uh, do I need to be set straight here, Bill? Is what? what no. <laughs> um, certainly. I mean, let's just since since it's being called a divorce, let's let's just kind of get down to why that term is being used. It, there are a number of causes for uh, for divorce. Adultery is one of them. That's when somebody breaks a solemn promise that they make to you. So I think we can pretty much say that that when the leftists decide to destroy the Constitution, that Constitution is essentially the the marriage vow that keeps the country together, and they have been cheating on us in that regard about as often as they possibly can. And, show signs of accelerating, not slowing down. Another cause for divorce is uh, known as irreconcilable differences, where two people come to the realization that we simply, that, that, that there are issues between us that are not negotiable, that are deal breakers. Therefore, we need to, um, we need to just face facts and, and go our own separate ways. So from an uh, emotional point of view, that feels like where we are. And it feels not only where we are, it feels like where we should be going and, 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 and let them, you know, let them have their own blue states and, and, and pull back the police. And this is your decision. You want to do drugs, you know, used to be a, used to be an ad executive. Now you're, now you're a crack addict. Okay. I'm not staying with you through that. That's not what I agreed to. So those are the arguments for the divorce, right? But um, there are a number of things that, uh, mitigate against that. And I got a pretty strong feeling. I know where you're going to go with this, so I'm going to leave that alone. Um, the, the single great issue, of course, is that this issue, unlike the slavery issue, we tried the divorce thing before. The, the, the Civil War happened, was, the Civil War was, was made possible to happen because the people who were pro-slavery people lived in places where you needed a slave-driven economy. They lived in the southern part of the United States. Uh, northern industrial centers didn't need slaves, and so they were anti-slavery, and obviously for moral reasons as well. But when the Civil War erupted, I don't know what the percentage is. It'd be interesting to find out, actually. But virtually all of the people on one side of the argument lived in one contiguous area, and virtually everybody on the other side lived on another. And there's the Mason-Dixon line, and there's the border between you know Virginia and um, and Maryland. And Maryland was a little shaky, so you had a geographical 
division that matched the ideological division. There's nothing like that today here. I mean, even you look at like the bluest of the blue states like California. I mean, I don't know what Biden got in California. Was, might have, I, I honestly don't know. What, let's just say for the sake of it, it was 57 percent, 58 percent. That's considered a huge electoral win, 58 percent. Um, but that still means that four out of 10 people in blue, 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 blue California consider themselves to be red. How do you do this? Do we, it, it, you know, the thing about a divorce is, number one, it's a catastrophe. Number two, it's a violation of, of the promise that you made for life, which I take seriously and I know you take seriously. And, and number three, who is going to be the judge who's going to... Um, Who's going to uh, mediate the division of property? Uh, who's going to say, okay, all the red state people, all of you conservatives, these are the states you're going to have to live in, and the blue state people, this is this. You get the car and you get California, and you know who's going to do that? So, if a, if a res we talked about this in the last show, the reason I, I I call myself a conservative is because I like to be based on reality and truth. So, if an option feels emotionally um, attractive but is impossible, then it's probably time to stop investing in that particular belief or hope or whatever you want to call it and start looking for something practical to do about this god-awful degrading situation we find ourselves in. Indeed, man. And you make a great analogy you know, uh, about the aftermath of divorce, you know, because also there's going to be things like, uh, yeah, we're going to want that child support. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's like it, they're not going to Democrats aren't going to stop. He's like, you want to divorce him? They're going to want that child support because they're a bunch of, they act like a bunch of children anyway. Uh, there's things like alimony, right? Mm -hmm. So so if we go ahead and we cut off from what, what uh, you know, the Democrats have done to America, which I which I just think is just is just wrong, man. It's, it's beyond I, wrong. Yeah, it's, we talk, it's evil. Yeah. It's just evil. It, we're like, come and take it. Come and take it. Here, take it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but, but just real, real, real quick, sorry to interrupt you, but we're like... What we're like is we're like an owner of a bank that instead of locking up our money at nighttime, we put giant sacks of dollars on our property outside the door of the bank, big sacks with a dollar sign on it. And then when people drive up and take them and, and, and run away with them, we say, my God, we've been stolen from, right? You have some protect, you have some obligation to protect your own assets, right? Yeah. It's still stealing. Yes. But how do you make it any easier for them? Right, right. And, and, and. Just yeah, you said it, man. It's like you're begging them to steal it, begging them, and in a lot of cases, helping them do it. They, yep. They've helped the Democrats do this, and 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 it's like like talking to a brick wall, you know. Um, but you know, if, if if this one Republicans really need, they really need to realize who Democrats are. This For, is the problem. Forget about what it is that they do. You can have what all they this, are. Yeah, what they are, who they are, and they are the same people who did this during the Confederacy. And Democrats are really good at getting Republicans to act like Democrats. Republicans now are, are singing the song of secession. You wanna do the same thing that Democrats wanted to do. Why are you acting like them? Why are you doing that? It, there's no good reason for it. Okay, so listen, you wanna, you, you feel like you wanna get out of what, what the Democrats have done to the United States. No, you're gonna make it worse. See. You, a lot of these these Republicans have been suckered into thinking that that the war was Lincoln's northern aggression and his covetousness of whatever whatever was going on in the South. No, no. Democrats wanted what was going on in the South. Democrats in the North were pro-slavery too. They didn't want the secession though, because they wanted all them resources. 
Okay, so they didn't want the South to go nowhere because they wanted to capitalize on the resources too. That is what Lincoln used. He used that as leverage to get war powers. All right. So if you think that the Democrats are just going to let the South secede the way the Northern Democrats didn't want the South to secede, no, you're still going to get a fight. There's no, no there's, that's right. there's not going to be a peaceable secession. There's not we gonna are going to be paying gigantic alimony uh, <laughs> and, and it's never going to end. And they're just going to keep asking for more. Thank you. Thank you. And, and, and for, from there, what is what is what is Texas going to do in terms of of, uh, of its resources? Sure, we can we, we may have uh, autonomy of our own resources. You think Democrats ain't going to be trying to get in? You're, you're talking about covetous criminals. Yeah. Right. And and you've got a problem where we're just a, a real simple economic problem where it's the heartland of the country that is that is America. Right. You see the red band that actually, thank God, now is anchored in Florida, kind of goes up through the through the south and then up through Oklahoma, Texas and up into Iowa and uh, Idaho and so on. But the problem with that is there's no there's no sea access. It's landlocked. Mm. You have Florida and you arguably with Georgia's, you know, constantly in play. So if you if you start with the assumption that the that the blue states are going to take the entire West Coast and virtually all of the East Coast, you know, that's that's a practical problem, too. It just goes to show how essentially unrealistic the, the whole thing is. It, it is it is so emotionally desirable that we we tend to lose our reason over it. But but the reason it's so emotionally desirable, Joe, and the reason that conservatives are talking about a divorce and secession is because it's become obvious to many of us that the that the remedies available to us through the law are no longer available. The law is not being applied. It doesn't matter what your case is in front of the divorce court. They're going to they're going to rule in favor of the woman in advance. Mm -hmm. And and so if you take away things like the integrity of elections and 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 you take away the protections that are normally provided by an actual press corps, the reason people on the uh, conservatives are talking about uh, a divorce is because th the mechanisms for compromise and order are are feel like they're they're um, irretrievably corrupted. Yes, yes, and, and you know, once again, do we really want to follow? The, the, the Democrats are trying to lead us into this. You know, they are they are they are still, and, and the whole point of it is is when we say divorce. You know, divorce and, and divide share the same root. All right? And that's, that's, that, that is, that's what liberals are all about. That's what these Democrats are all about. Divide and conquer. And, and it's working. So now they got the, 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 uh, the, they got Republicans picking up the Democrats flag, leading the cause of secession. Mm -hmm. When are Republicans going to understand that Democrats are leading them around by the nose and basically getting, they're getting Republicans. The same to do way, their work for him. Yeah, yeah to, to the same way. And, and Republicans, let this sink in. Please let this sink in. Democrats are getting you to actively uh, uh, collapse the country the same way that they're using blacks to do it. And, and please don't forget that blacks are the reason why the Republican Party was founded in the first place. Well, absolutely. Yeah. And that's and, why that's why the Confederacy, that's why the seven states of the deep Confederacy were out of the Union before Lincoln was sworn in. This idea that Lincoln started this war, they were out of the Union before he even before he even raised his hand. Mm -hmm. Indeed. indeed. And, and the thing is, and before anybody tries to say that I'm trying to make this a black issue. No, I'm not. Because here's here's the problem. Even though Negro slavery was the prime target 
And this is what the Republican Party said, which a lot of Republicans seem to forget. Republicans, they think when they think, you know, being a Republican, they're just thinking, oh, strong national defense and, and less government. I said, no, that wasn't the, that wasn't the, the, the driving motivation to do it. it no, means, we were we were we were derided as the black Republican Party. That's, yes. what they, that's what they called us. Party of them in words. That's what that's, that's what the right. Republican Party that's was. That's right. Yeah. But see, the, the big picture of it is. And, and not only did the Negro know that, Lincoln knew it too, and all the radical abolitionists understood this. Look, man, if you don't stop Democrats from deciding who enjoys personhood and who doesn't, oh, we could become slaves too. They can go ahead and put anybody into serfdom. And that is becoming very, very apparent today, is that we are being made subjects yep. of what the Democrats feel entitled to. This is what it was all coming down to. Hey, we need to nip this butt, nip this in the bud right now, right? Because Democrats have a really bad habit of imposing what they feel entitled to on other people. This is how this is how you win wars and 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 how you live a life of of uh intellectual integrity and presumably virtue is you've got to be able to take a cold hard look at yourself, right? A grown adult is capable of looking at their own behaviors and saying, this is the source of much of my problems. I remember, uh, uh, I don't remember where I heard this, but some guy was talking to his son. This is how the story goes. And the son saying, this guy's a complete, you know, dip and this guy's an a-hole and this guy's a jerk and this guy screwed me over and all this other stuff. And he, and he lists like these seven or eight people that have done him wrong. And the father turns to him and he said, well, maybe, son, maybe it's you. Mm -hmm. You know, if you've got this many horrible relationships and you're like, maybe it's you. So so maybe it's us not causing the problem, but running away from the problem, because that seems to be what we're doing. We ran away from the pop culture when they started making movies we didn't like. Instead of making movies that we did like, we just backed away. Oh, well, I'm not going to watch this anymore. I'm going to boycott Hollywood. And I think the reason we do that is because as people who generally are motivated by the desire to be left alone, we retreat into the belief that we can be left alone, that if we walk away from this yelling, screaming lunatic who's throwing poo at things, right? You know, there's this crazy person out on the street. Okay, I'll just go to the other side of the street. I'll just keep on walking. That's their problem. I'm just going to walk away from it. Well, they don't stop and they keep coming after you. And, and the answer is not to cross the street and walk away from this lunatic. The answer is to get this person arrested and get them some treatment, right? So that you can walk the streets of your own cities without without fear or without being intimidated out of walking down your own city streets because there's some kind of out of control problem. And we don't do that. And our and our emotional bedrock is, well, well at least we have the guns. And and yes, it's absolutely true that 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 um that gun ownership has deterred the people who are determined to make us all into their servants from doing what they did in Germany or or the Soviet Union, kicking down doors and arresting people. It's absolutely true that the guns have protected us from that. But that's just a, that just means it's a delay. As I've said many times before, they're not going to come for your guns. They're going to come for your kids. And your kids are going to turn your guns into the government. They're going to turn your guns into the government and get a little cookie for it. And that's what, that's what they're going to do. They're not stupid. They're just evil. Um, and and this, this constant running away from the issue, like, well, this is corrupted, this is corrupted, this is corrupted. If you translate that to a, to a military strategy, it's kind of like saying, well, we lost this hill and we lost this district, lost this fight over here, that we no longer control this river and so on and so on and so on. Now, look, there are some advantages to a tactical retreat, but if all you do is retreat 
And the next thing you know, you find yourself in your last, you know, readout, you're in your last fortress completely surrounded. It's like, well, what did you expect? You can't win by being exclusively on the defensive. You have two teams. If you have a team that's all-powerful offense and an all-powerful defense, right? You have to score points somehow. Yeah. So so this is this is the the this is the characteristic of conservatives that that the progressives have figured out. This is this is the ring that they use to lead us around by the nose, right? We don't want to go messing around with other people, what we perceive to be other people's business. We our inclination is to leave them alone, but they're not leaving us alone. And we keep walking away from these things. We keep moving. I don't know how many times I have people tell every, every time, every single stratosphere lounge I've ever done for the ever has had people saying, Bill, you need to California. Sometimes it's all caps. You need to get out of this state, you know, and some people said, I'm, I'm going to cancel my membership if, if you don't get out of California. And I like California and, I, and, and all that. But ultimately, it's like, uh, why do I have to turn this state over to these lunatics? Right? Why do we have to give up any of this stuff? Why aren't we just squashing them? Because we can, you know. We we looked at the 2022 election and the 2020 election, the 2022, let's say, right? So you've got known crooks and you've got a guy who's 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 essentially completely incapable of thought in terms of Fetterman. People vote for him anyway. Why? Because they have a brand. They're not voting for Fetterman, they're voting for the brand. They're voting That's for right. the D. What's our brand? Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, how hard is it, man? Freedom, you know, fun, uh, being yourself, being a good person, happy, happy. We're the happy ones. We used to be anyway. Well, how is this hard to sell? You know, but we just can't figure it out. So we just kind of, oh, we're going to, if they do, and then the next thing you know, you're you're in the corner and, and, and that's it. Game over. And you're right. We, we it's not a question. We. The ongoing question has been, it's not who these people are, it's what they are. We know what they are, you and I do, and, and most conservatives know that these people are not disagreeing with us politically. They are active saboteurs and assassins that, whose purpose is to destroy the system and put you in chains. So we know that. So that's not the problem. The problem is, why don't we do anything about it? This is why I, I, I talked about that bank analogy, right? The reason that you lock the money up in a safe is because you know that if you leave it outside, people will take it. So we don't want them to take it. So this is what we do to prevent this loss from happening. We know that the, that these people are, are, are sabotaging everything about this country, have no respect for any of it, and we treat them as if it's still a political disagreement playing by the rules. What is it going to take? You know, What's it going to take for, for, for us? to realize that this is a fight to the death and there is no retreating from it. Even, even if retreat was possible, it's still immoral, right? It's still cowardice, ultimately. Really, when you get right down to it, it's cowardice. I don't want to be called a bad name. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> it, it really, it's what it comes down to. And and we watch all of this stuff going on and we know the power cancel culture. We know that you can be deprived of of your reputation easily. For many of us online, you can be deprived of your income. It's happened to both of us. We've had what was what was once pretty decent incomes just taken away from us, right? There's nothing we can do about it because it's it's a handful of us, the people who who are aware of the problem. Go, oh yeah, that's a real shame, you know. So where are you going to draw the line? Is 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 there going to be a line that you can draw in the sand? You know, can we can we 
Can we put a line in the sand and say, here's where we're going to fight? They've just indicted the president of the United States. And is that going to do it? We shouldn't be talking about divorce and surrender. We should be talking about victory. And when we, when we say that the situation is hopeless, we are falling into the psychological trap that they have laid for us. It, they're very, the, the, the progressives and the Democrats are very much like Russia for a lot of reasons, but one of the main reasons is their strategy for success is to convince everybody that they're much more powerful than they actually are. Their money doesn't go into defense. Their money goes into the illusion of defense because they are so much weaker than us and they know it and they can never catch us. They know that too. China's the same way, right? So it's not like they can, they can outfight us. They just can spend their resources on convincing us that if we fight them, we're going to lose. And that's, that's a win for them. Sure, sure. It, a lot of uh, psyops going on there. This, this that's psych it. psychological warfare that they're, they're setting us up for. But I mean, how long have we been talking about, you know, well, uh, you know, you've awakened a sleeping giant and we're the and we're the silent majority. It's like as far as I'm concerned, the giant is always sleeping, always saying, yeah, you've, you've, you've awoken to sleeping pajama boy is what you've done. Right. You know? and, and, and some big pajamas, too. And it's and it's we not, just get our little cup of coffee and have a sip, go back to sleep. Right. Again. That's that's basically what we know. We've been saying that for years and I don't see how it's working out too good. And now and now for me, I mean, for me to to, to speak against. You know, the national divorce. I know I kind of sound like a hypocrite because I lived in California and I miss California. Right. I, I, it, it really took a lot to make us have to leave out of there. Uh, but it came to a point where it's like, OK, and I, I understand a lot of people feel like this, that, you know, it, you're not fighting the monster anymore. You know, you're, you're you're feeding the monster. Not only are you feeding the monster, you're, you're flipping food for the monster now. Yeah, that's right. You know, so it's like now I wanted to stay and fight, but my contribution to the fight didn't seem to matter to anybody. You know, as I've told you this, this story before, it's like once I, I became invisible, nobody, basically nobody cared about what it was that I was doing. And and financially, my brand just just died, right? It's just, it's like once- It's happening to me too. Yeah, yeah it's like once, it, it was, it, it, I'm, maybe it's the timing, maybe it's just a coincidence, but it was like one of those things where, okay, Obama's not president anymore, so we don't need this black guy to speak against him anymore. Because hmm. when they would do articles about me, that's who I was, Bill. I was black. You were guy. the black conservative, yeah. Never used my name, so it was like my name really couldn't be couldn't be built, right? So in California, I really didn't have many friends or allies to hold me up in there. I'm not trying to blame anybody. Hey, maybe it's my fault. Maybe I was just too much of a butthole to make Dude, friends. Maybe that's I'm, the case. I'm in exactly the same situation. I'm yep. I'm I'm like, where is everybody? Right? They're in Nashville. Yeah. You know, so now, and here's the thing, these, now these same people who will be saying, you need to get out of California, you need to get out of California and getting mad because we're staying in California. And then we move to another state and then they get mad about the Californians moving to their state. It's like, we can't flip and win. <laughs> well, it, yeah. It's like, if you were watching a movie, right. And, and, and you saw a homesteader family and they're surrounded by Indians and the Indians are, are planning a big attack and you're saying you need to get out of there. And the guy says, this is my home. This is where I live. And I'm not going to run away from my home. I'm going to defend it. Mm -hmm. You would have a lot of admiration for somebody like that, yeah. right? And you would want to send the cavalry. Mm -hmm. You'd want to send the cavalry to defend these, these homesteaders mm -hmm. who are about to be overrun and massacred. You'd want to send resources there to protect them. You wouldn't tell, oh, well, if the Indians are there, you better run away. That's not how Americans are supposed to work. But that's the dynamic that we're seeing, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. It's It's... When I, when I say it's cowardice, it offends a lot of people to hear that. It offends me to hear it because I don't like that about myself. But nevertheless, that's what's going on. Yeah. And 
And this is this. How many times do I have to say this? This is where the fight is. There's not going to be. There is not going to be ever. I'm telling you ever going to be a case where they do something that activates that kind of Second Amendment thing and we're going to grab our AR-15s and we're going to, you know, we're going to clean this government out. That's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen because they're not that stupid, right? They've got patience. They've got time. Mm -hmm. They're going to just wait us out until we die. And then our kids will turn our guns in. And they won't have anything to compare it to. They've never ridden their bicycles without helmets. They've never been on a playground that had a carousel or monkey bars or anything else you could get hurt on, right? They've got nothing to compare it to. They're just going to wait it out. And we're watching this happen in front of our eyes. Now, before people start, you know, jumping out of windows, it's important to understand that these that this phenomenon is visible to us because it's being amplified by the media. There are no less than 100 million. I'd be willing to bet you closer to 200 million patriotic Americans who understand this country, respect the Constitution, fully capable of governing themselves. We're being outshouted by a group of rhetorically skilled imbeciles who are the foot soldiers being led by a profoundly intelligent and well thought out master plan, which is what the Frankfurt School did with, with all of this stuff. But 200 million people, that's, that's Britain, France, and Germany combined. That's not a trivial number of people. And if we would just get our brand together and, and have a flag, you know, and understand what that flag means. I look at the United States flag. I know what, what it stands for. I, I, the, of all the things that are going on in the world, though, that have happened in the last 10 years, the one thing that makes me the most disgusted every time is when I have to qualify things like saying, I used to know what that flag stood for. I used to believe in the FBI. I used to uh, believe NASA. Every single time I was about to say, well, I know what that flag stands for. Now I have to say, well, like, you know, and I, I, I just realized I'm part of the problem by doing that, right? I know what the American flag stands for. Yeah, I know what it stands for. Right. The fact that they're that they're polluting it and 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 contravening it and and inverting it doesn't mean it's still it's not the flag. I know what the flag stands for. I know what they've been doing under the guise of that flag, right. but that's not what the flag's about. We know what the flag's about. Mm -hmm. If they wrap themselves in the flag and do and do evil deeds wrapped in a flag. That's not the flag's fault, mm -hmm. right? We know what the flag is, and and we're, when we're, well, I guess we better give up on America because you know, because it's because it just doesn't do any good to to vote. And and look, of all the people expressing their frustration, I live with this every day. It's my job to deal with this every day for eight hours a day. It's hard, but this self examination is what's necessary if you're going to win a fight that there is no retreating from. It's victory or annihilation for us philosophically. I'm not one of these transgender people who's saying, oh, my God, it's an actual physical, literal genocide. It is, it is a fight to the death for the ideal of freedom, which is a, a unique experiment in human history, never happened before and will likely not happen again. And it's our obligation. We talk about our way. Well, we have an obligation to our children. I never felt that. We have an obligation to our fathers. We have an obligation to our ancestors. We have an obligation to the people that already made the sacrifices and died on foreign battlefields and all the rest of this stuff. I've heard people now, conservatives, say, well, the World War II, we should just never have been involved with that at all. It's just, it's just, just an example of the runaway federal government. I've, I've had this conversation with them. You, you, you don't think we should have fought the Nazis? No, no, no. It was none of our business. It was Europe's war. Well, it would have been Europe's war until Hitler took over all of Europe, and then it would have been our war. And this is the kind of crazy that they're making us. And put aside the practical, right? Put aside the practical of whether or not 
there was a way to go th forward in history without fighting Japan and Germany. Just pretend that they kept their own boundaries. What about the moral obligation, right? Those people are exterminating human beings. Well, it's none of our business. Yes, it is. And if it isn't, then we're not the kind of people that I think we are. It is our business. It is. And, and all of this is a result of frustration and anger and, 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 and fury and, and madness and weakness. And I determined to fight this as hard as I can. Indeed, man. You know, and it's, it's unfortunate that, that Democrats do so much better of a job at selling oppression than we do at selling freedom. You know, this is supposed to be <laughs> such a good job of, of selling collectivism more than we are at selling uh, the celebration of private property rights. You know, they're, they're able to sell it, man. But we can't we can't sell it. They're able to sell dissolution, you know, over us being able to to, to sell. Hey, man, we're supposed to be the United States. And, you know, you, you of course, we, we want to be able to sell freedom and stuff like that. But freedom means different things to different people. And there's supposed to be a balance of liberty that we're supposed to have, folks. You know, it's like, look, you can't enjoy your freedom at the forced expense of somebody else, whether it's their mo a, a monetary expense or the expense of reality. You can't do that. You can't force that on other people, you know, and, and you try to secede. Basically, we're going to end up like basically with Russia trying to uh, muscle into Ukraine. You ain't going to stop Democrats from doing that. That's just that's just what's going to happen. And I, I think the bigger question is, folks, um, if this divorce happens, what flag are you going to take up? Which 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 side of the divide gets to keep old glory? Are you are you going? Because I I see I see the hashtags. I see the hashtags of people talking about this national divorce and included in their hashtags. They put the Confederacy. I, sometimes I wonder. If Are I'm, you serious? I'm serious, man. You know, they, they, you, you got Republicans out there, Republican voters wanting to take up the Confederate cause. They're taking up the Democrats cause bill. We don't know who the domestic enemy is. And right now, the biggest enemy is ourselves. That's you, shocking. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a very it's a it's a sad thing. It's a why sad. not? Take, why, why not? Why not put up the Nazi flag then? Why not? Why not? You know, or, or the hammer and sickle. Why not put that up, too? Yes. Right. You know, and, and the thing is, we fought all three of these flags yeah. and we fought all three of these flags for moral reasons. And that's not some kind of neocon, you know, uh, you know, uh, adventurism. We fought those three flags, among others, because those flags represent evil. Yes. And we don't. We represent the force of good. We don't get to just sit here. Right. Goodness and, and, and virtue and, and, and honesty, integrity, all of these things don't just get to sit around they have to be defended. The entropy is on their side. The grass keeps growing. Rust never sleeps. And and to hear people who talk about freedom saying, no, well, we shouldn't have fought the Nazis, shouldn't have fought the Japanese, shouldn't have fought the... You know. Well, then, then don't. But don't cry when all of the stuff that you think you're defending goes away because you've convinced yourself through the same kind of ideological, you know, prestidigitation that makes progressivism possible that you're doing the right thing. You're not. Yes. This is a fight. We got to get in this fight. We got to win this fight. And we can if we just decide to fight. Yes. Everything we do is self-inflicted. That's right on. Which means man. we control it. Yes, yes, indeed. And, and the answer to it is, one, it's going to take humility. Knock it off with the pride, folks. Humility, yes. It takes humility and it takes gratitude. Are, I, hear, I hear more of us talk about being proud to be an American rather than we talk about being grateful to be Americans. Where's the humility? We talk about what we don't want to be, you know, uh, uh, a sheep. 
a government, a, a, a nation of sheep will be governed by wolves. It's like, mm-hmm. no, no, because we're too proud to be sheep, particularly proud to be sheep in the Lord's flock is exactly why we're being governed by wolves. It's exactly why. Pride goes before destruction and we are being destroyed because of pride. And, and what are we, and, and, and our misguided faith, the two things that I see too many Republicans where their faith is, their faith is either in Trump to save America or their faith is in their firearms, which they're not going to use until Correct. they come for their firearms. I got firearms to defend my firearms and nothing else. Right. <laughs> so it's like, oh, all right. You know, and, and in the faith, I see it all the time. Trump, save America. Our salvation is not in Trump. No, it's not. America's already been saved. Our job is to report and stay in it. That's our job. Our job is to say, hey, man, the evac is right here. Our salvation has is, is already been laid out for us. The problem is, is you got too many people too proud to accept it. Yeah, and it, and, and it's cowardice. It's like, you know, there's a guy on the, on the front line saying, okay, follow me, you know, and he's leading these guys in a machine gun fire, and we go, go get them, boys. I've got to report to battalion, you know, <laughs> and, and it's like, Okay, you either go or you don't. Yeah. You know this. Yeah, you're right. The idea that 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 this that this champion, some kind of Goliath, some kind of you know, champion's exactly the word I'm looking for. Uh, you know, the the our this is our warrior that's going to go out and fight uh, their army. And and when you get into that mindset, you abdicate your responsibility of being part of that army in the first place. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's He's a leader. Mm-hmm. He's not a savior. Yes. Thank you. He's supposed to represent us, but his, our salvation doesn't lie in it. It, it, it doesn't lie in him. You know? He says, follow me, and we come on. He doesn't say, follow me, meaning bow down and worship me, right. you know? So, yeah, because that's easy. Yeah. And, and, and y'all, uh, the, the the republic is worth fighting for. And I'll remind there you, a, a lot of Republicans, uh, I need, we need to remind them, hey, this is a republic. It's not a democracy. Once again, you got Republicans out there uh, uh, promoting for Democrats. You got to defend democracy and stand up for democracy. It's it's a republic. It's, we have democratic processes, but but we're a republic, and that's very special to remember that we're a republic. And but you know, despite you know me saying that America is definitely worth fighting for, I don't want to get into a into a fight that we've been led into. You know, we're we're being maneuvered. It's you know, we talk about an armed society as a polite society. Well, these trannies that are posing with their guns, they ain't polite. All right. They're not polite and and they're ready to start a whole bunch of crap. And we've been warned about this for a long time, warned about it, you know, and but, you know, we we underestimate these people. It's not a good. Yeah, we think we can leave them alone, but they're not going to leave us alone. You may not you may you you may not uh, you may think you can walk away from politics, but politics isn't going to walk away from you. Definitely not, folks. So I hope, you know, uh, people would prayerfully reconsider, you know, what we're talking about, you know, in, in terms of divorce. I understand that, you know, hey, even in even the word of God, it talks about being separate. It talks about being sanctified. You know, it talks about those things. And and but you don't want to be sanctified with a Pharisaic attitude because the Pharisees, that's what that's what Pharisee means. It means separate. It means sanctified. That's what it's supposed to mean. But hmm. you don't want to become sanctimonious and you don't want to be, you know, posit yourself as this person who's going to be separate without really going through the process of actually understanding why and what it's for. You know, these people, they just wanted, they were, they were puffed up with pride. And that's, yeah. that's, I'm part of, I, I'm part of the greatest country in the world. Thank True. you. What, what are you, what are you going to do to maintain it? What, what are you going to do to earn it? Yes, absolutely. And, and, and that's, that's, we're, 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 we're being as Pharisaic as the left is, you know, both puffed up with pride and, and, and the Lord Lord, 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 warn these people about the, Hey man, you're getting puffed up with that yeast. Right. You need to knock it off with that because your, your pride is leading you and you're and you're being you're being driven by motives that are that are 
that are not sound. I so when Link, we talked about Lincoln and when Lincoln was leaving Springfield for the last time, as it turned out, heading to Washington with the states already out of the union. Basically, they said to him on the train platform, they said, do you think you can do anything about this? And Lincoln said, well, without God's help, I cannot succeed. And with it, I cannot fail. Mm -hmm. Got to lean on that. You know, yeah, man. I'm not I'm not worried about, you know, God being on our side. We need to make sure that we're on his side. That's really exactly well put. You know, and, 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 and just like the founding fathers. And that's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful way of putting it. Yes. Yes. It's not a question of is, is God on our side? It's like, are we on his side? Yeah. That's, that's a, he's not, he's not, he's not our, you know, he's not a, one of our Terminator robots that's going to come walking <laughs> out of the field and, you know, and, 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 and hose down the enemy for us. It's like, do we deserve to be on this army? Yes. And, and, and make no mistake, folks, that is what he refers to us as his army. Right. And, and there, there does come, come a time to fight, but don't enable the enemy to, to maneuver us into a conflict. This this could this could have been avoided. And and you know what? I don't even mind saying that it probably still can. It's gonna be it's gonna be a hell of a lot more complicated. It's gonna be way more complicated now, you know, but mm -hmm. it's it's still doable. You know, we of can, course it's doable. Yeah. It's always doable. Yes. It's just gonna be harder. And do do now the, the point is is do Republican voters do you have the stamina? Do you have the patience? You know, do you do you have the savvy? You know, faith. The the faith Thank in you. the system. You know, it, uh, well the system, I think, is is a big. I, I know what you mean by the. I know where you're going with this, mm -hmm. but I'm saying, the system is it's it is a divinely inspired system, mm -hmm. right? And there's not going to be anything better, so you might yes. as well defend this one because it's as good as we're going to get. I, thank you for making that clarification, man. Because yes, the, the the we do have a God inspired system that is that was supposed to work for a religious and moral people. And when I and, say, when I say religious, and is unsuitable for any other. That's right. And and now when I say religious. You all know I'm not a religious person, but the founding fathers, they had to use that word. They had to, right. okay, because they did not want to impose a theocracy. That's the only reason why they used religion. These, these were, we, were, were God-fearing men as according to what the Bible devout, says. Devout would maybe be a better word. Yes, kind of thing. right? I mean, they, they, was knuckle, you know, they, they, had their, they had their moments, too, in their, in their laps of the way, you know, just like a lot of us do, right? But it, it, as per the, uh, the Declaration of Independence, they say appealing to the supreme judgment. That's who we're accountable to. We're, we're accountable to God for this, right? And they're talking about the Lord Jesus Christ is when they're talking about that. So in that, y'all, if we, if we understand that this is one nation under God and in God we trust, and if we would humble ourselves before that, he would heal the land. He says so. And that's, that's mm -hmm. what we need to do. You know, we just need to turn it. And, and, and lastly, you know, by the way, we do want to be the nation that is free to report of the salvation and who the vindicator is, because there is going to come a point when the Lord will come in and he will breathe a word and nations will crumble. It's going to be to say he's the only one who could do it. He's going to have, he's going to have legions, us angels, legions behind him. Also, he could do the work of saying one flipping word, right? And it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be following the same uh, footsteps of his predecessor, David, who went upside Goliath's head with one stone, right? When he had armies behind him. So it's, it's the same thing, y'all. So we want to be, we want to be in that army, right? Keep the faith. But we are in that army. We are in that army. Keep the faith, y'all. And if we, if we go with that, we could conserve America and we don't got to split it up. All right, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in for the Virtue Signal. I'm Alfonso Rachel for Bill Whittle. Make sure you go on over to BillWhittle.com. Sound like Porky Pig when I say that. That's all, folks. Thanks, y'all. Good night.